Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about The Handmaid's Tale Season 2 Episode 11 is called Holly. So full spoilers for the episode as always. Actually when I saw the title of the episode, I, I mean, I wasn't like hard to guess but I was like okay, I'm pretty sure I know who Holly is. Fair enough. I didn't see the title beforehand. Oh, did you know? Well, it was, I saw Holly, and it felt like okay. So this is going to episode. This is going to end with the the birth of the kid, and that'll be the name of the kid, uh, a real name that 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 June gives or not, whatever, you know. Yeah. Fred and Serena end up doing. Um, so this episode is June largely on her own, um, mm-hmm. in the house, uh, plotting an escape. She finds a car. She's getting ready. Uh, it's very tense in places. Uh, there's a scene, of course, with uh, Waterford and Serena, which kind of maybe dispels some of her... Well, it doesn't completely... I mean, he could, he could be lying, he could be playing, but it doesn't seem like he's he set up Nick, necessarily, given his reaction in this episode. It, it doesn't seem that way, but, again, we, we, we don't get any context for him on his own. You know, that's no, all that's true. What, he, what he says to Serena, so it could, yeah. be, it could be a lie. It could, it could be a lie. Um, but he seemed genuine, he seemed to expect Nick to call in. He seemed it, yeah. So yeah. he's either a very good actor, or yes. or he has nothing to do with this. Exactly, yeah. Uh, which does lead to some questions as to okay, so who's behind it then? If it's not him, then because he was kind of the obvious suspect, he was the obvious, uh, you know, answer to that question. So that Definitely. leads to some new questions, which uh, we'll get to. But this was very June focused. It was very much her on her own. Uh, a lot more of the, the red uh, outfit in the snow, which I approved of last week. Very good visual, and yeah, so. I like this episode a lot. I thought this was really, really strong. Uh, particularly the first two thirds of it, where it was her on her own, slowly figuring out where things were, you know, realizing what she could do, he- hearing the radio and hearing the the, the broadcast from Canada. Uh, yeah. That obviously, no one's supposed to be listening to, it, but they beam it out anyway in case anyone can listen to it. Yeah. Um, and all that stuff, I I, I loved all of it. Um, but, but the only thing I would say about this episode in terms of a sort of negative light. Is it's not really anything negative about the episode in its in of itself. It's more just that going forward, I would say that this is the last time we fake the she may escape thing. Yeah, because it's yeah, fine definitely. in this episode. This this one is different enough from the first one because this one, of course, ends with her making the choice to be recaptured. She makes yeah. that choice, and that makes it different enough where I was never like like mad at her. Or, like I felt we were covering the same ground again. It was a completely different scenario than last time. Uh, this was her on her own making that choice, um, but now you know we did it at the start of the season after the first three episodes. We did it. We've done it here. Next time it has to happen for real. Yeah, definitely. You know, ne- next time it can't be the to, same yeah. thing again. Where it, it teases it and then pulls it away. Um, well, we've done both the scenarios now. She fails to escape and she chooses not to. So yes, exactly. That, that's uh, it. So that'll be a, that'll be a repetitive problem if if we do that again in the future. I don't have a problem with it in this episode though. Um, Partly because, as per usual, it's handled so well, and, and the tension. I was getting really stressful. It, like, you know, she comes out to the car, and then she realizes, oh shit, I have to go back and get some stuff. And she goes back and gets the food. The entire time she was back in that house, I was like, oh god, like anyone could show up at any moment. This is this is terrifying. Get back out of the car, just go. Yeah, honestly, I don't think anything was as tense as the opening, like five six minutes, just oh, outside in silence, and then you have the wolf, who I would question may not even really be there. Uh, no, I agree. Yeah, but I would just say just the the imagery of it and the the moment the, that yeah, I, I think it's probably the strongest part of the episode, honestly, because there's no music at all. No music comes in until she picks up the photo. Not a single thing. It's it's yeah. pure silence up until that point. There's no opening anything, 
and it works so well. Yeah, no, it's just her not on her own. Um, and I, I think for me, when she was coming back, honestly, my favorite moment of the episode, though, I think has to be when the commander and Serena are in the house and they're looking around searching. And it's when she sees the box of ammo and you don't really get to see close up what it is, but I kind of just made the leap. I was like, is that shotgun ammo? And yeah. then she opens the case and there's a shotgun and I'm like, she can actually do this right if she wants to. And she opens the window slowly as they're fighting downstairs. They go, Serena's livid at them and they're firing back and we'll talk about their conversation because that went to some places. But you just have, you know, June up in the window. This, this, because a big house and there's a sort of inner window and she's looking down at him and she's pointing the gun and she can't quite do it. And I feel like the thing with this show is, is, I know there'll be some people who watch and go, oh, why didn't she just do it? Like, she should after everything they've done. And yeah, like, she would be justifiable. No one would blame her. But that doesn't necessarily mean that she's a killer. That doesn't necessarily mean that she's okay with just doing that. That's arguably yeah, what makes her better than the people who do put them on the wall and, and so on. If she yeah. doesn't make that choice, as much as it's frustrating in a in a in a movie way, where you know if you're you know you're watching Die Hard, you don't want Bruce Willis and John McClane to stop and think you know you know maybe I shouldn't kill the bad guys. No, no, no. No, you you want the the justice. Yes, we're we're here for the heads being you know blown apart. But and I really show, hope that's not what we're here for in this show. It's not. We're here for morality. We're here for the morality and the, the right frame of mind winning the day. Hopefully, by the time we we end all this end all this story. Uh, so that moment was great for me. That because everything again, like the opening, everything was very slow and methodical. She was doing it quietly, and then she has the choice. She, she's there, and I think that's what makes this episode so powerful. Is that not only the ending where she chooses to go back. The theme is is that everything's her choice. She makes the choice not to shoot. She makes the choice to like fire off the gun to alert anyone, and so they can come pick her up. Because obviously the entire time you're like, I mean, this baby could pop at any moment. We we know she's had the false labor already. Like we're we're there. We're you know at any point this is believable. So we're, I'm kind of waiting for her. She's having the, the you know, throughout the episode she keeps reacting. She keeps, like, having the pain. And I was just like, okay, this is building up. But she can't leave. And she hopes she can. And we have that moment with the radio. And you hear the the, the, the person saying, ah, oh, you know, hope, hope it. Here's, here's a, you know, a classic tune to, like, you know, make you feel free again. Even for only a fleeting moment. Um, and you feel frustrated because she's trying to, like, the, the door won't, the garage door won't work. So she tries to just ramming it with the car. That won't work. She's trying digging it out. And then she hears the car. And that's when she, you know... Uh, Really tense, really, really personal. Um, obviously, some flashbacks. They kind of mirror what she's going through at that scene at any given time. Um, yeah. I thought it was very neat because, despite the fact that Hannah's been such a big part of the show, and they've had a lot about the like her being pregnant, how she ended up with Nick, or how she ended up with Luke rather. Um, they saved the actual birth for this, where they intercut the birth with the birth of the new kid, with the the intercut with Janine giving birth, intercutting with the, the lessons of being a handmaid, and how she's doing it on her own. Um, you know, all, all yeah, that worked yeah. really well. It does. My, my only my only problem is I I, I wanted to be in the snow. <laughs> I wanted it outside. I wanted the imagery in the snow. Do you know what's funny? Actually, she after she she bled really severely, and she yeah. went back outside to shoot the gun, and there was like a from the side. It, it, it there was a trail on the ground, and I thought when we get to the, the bird's eye shot, it was going to be like a trail of blood, like leading yeah. out to where she was, and it never was there, and. Honestly, I mean, this is just like a, uh, a, a visual cinematic like yeah. desire here, as I wanted the trail of blood. Not because I wanted her to be bleeding that severely, just because it would have no, been a visual. No, exactly. It, it's the same here. I, I, I know, you know giving birth outside in the snow is, is definitely harder than, you know, there's inside. Hey, but... she looked really sweaty. Maybe the snow would have helped with that. Oh, maybe it would have. <laughs> but just, you know, for, for imagery, you know, the, the, that, that in the snow would have looked better. 
Yeah, they looked really good. That said, they did make a lot of use of the fireplace in this. The, the almost silhouette they, they, and, uh, you know, it was, I, it was, I, I can't actually critique what is there. It is pretty good. And I think what's symbolic about this is that this entire society of Gilead, it's like, oh, no, we all come together to help people give birth because, you know, that's, that's the whole thing's built around the child crisis. And, but ultimately, the handmaids feel alone. So I think there's something terribly symbolic about June ultimately having to go through all of this alone at the end. No help. You know, they don't come and get her till afterwards. You know, we end, we don't get, we don't get to see the reunion. And we know that obviously June's going to, uh, like, Serena is going to be pissed at June and, you know, Waterford and whatever. And actually, I want to, like, spiral back to their conversation. I, I think I really want to point out a couple of things here. And uh, the main one being is that when they're fighting, the commander blames uh, Serena and says, if you'd been nice to that girl just once, maybe she wouldn't want to, like, she wouldn't hate you and she wouldn't want to escape constantly. Yeah. Um, and then she says, oh, you raped her the other day. And I'm like, Serena, and not that I'm sticking up for Waterford, because Waterford turned out so that was your idea. I'm like, so how are you innocent in that, Serena? How how are you possibly you, not culpable? Yeah, you held in that? her down. Like you, you, it was your idea. You held her down, and also just did the glaring, the gall to to think that every previous time wasn't also rape. Like, like it just I don't know the the logic, the delusion, and them trying to justify. It's it's almost like they're just trying to spin everything into their yeah. system to justify whatever they've done. Um, and it was just that 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 scene, them shouting at each other, like you know, because obviously at one point he sort of puts her up against the wall. But I was really like, I kept expecting Waterford to like lash out and you know play the you know you know respect your husband card. You know, I was expecting that at yeah, some point. Uh, that that seems to be behind closed doors only. Yeah, um, and they are on their own. But I, I think what this showed here is because because Serena even says I gave up everything for you, and it all and it really sounds like everything wasn't just her life. It was like you know I gave up every right like any any woman had because i wanted a baby it's almost like she sacri- it's like she made the choice for everyone i'd be willing to give up everything we have just so i could get a baby <laughs> you know pretty much yeah. that's what it almost sounds like when she's saying it um so yeah i mean we said this last week but these two are unredeemable at this point we can have a I would fasc- assume so. we can have a fascinating story about them maybe learning that they're unredeemable and maybe they'll understand what they've done but I don't think they can be redeemed. I think I think they're both way past that point ever. I, I would agree, but I'm hesitant to say that with certainty because you know, mm. if you'd asked me t- two months ago what I said the same about Serena then, and then we did have a moment of compassion and sympathy. We did have a moment. Um, we had like you know we had a couple of episodes of yeah you know, feeling feeling bad for her. So I'm, yeah. ju- I'm not I'm not putting my foot down. I mean it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't clear that. cut feeling bad for her. It was definitely murky and mixed with a it lot. It was, of- but. Yeah, it was much more sympathy than I than I was expecting by a long shot. So, I mean, I, I guess the point being is that even someone completely awful, uh, like they can grow enough that you can respect that they understand that even if you can never actually forgive them because what they've done is just so vile and so severe. Yeah, I think unforgivable is probably more accurate than unredeemable. In the sense that they, you know, they could eventually change and and do things. For the better, but they'll never be forgiven for what they did. I mean, I, I, I guess it depends where your line stands on what 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 is what is classified as redemption, and like in in comparison to what they need to be redeemed for. Like even if yeah. even if Serena somehow ends up helping fix the country and fixes it, puts everything back in place, does does that redeem her for like the years that she put everyone else through this? And yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, you know, I, I would I, say I, I it think, does. I think a lot but... of it is. 
and it really depends on just how involved she is, what she's doing, right? Because I feel like, in most cases with Redemption, whenever I'm watching a movie or a TV show and we're talking about a character redeeming themselves, usually what they do to redeem themselves is for something bigger than what they did in the first place. Like, you know, okay, I, I've been an awful person all my life, I've ruined, like, X number of people's lives just because they've been around me, but in the end, they will do something that helps a lot of people. And yeah, I, I think for that time, I think Serena has to give up something personally like to her uh in in the act of whatever this is in in you know putting everything well, right. yeah, but this is what i'm getting at is that this is kind of like in most cases the person who can then be redeemed most often hasn't caused this much to this many people no 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 i agree uh I agree. so yeah i don't know if, i don't know if redemption is the right word I, I i think like we could get to a point where she tries to do what she can and like you know we respect that she's trying but ultimately yeah like i said this sh this show is so layered though i don't know for certain that it'll not pull it off i mean on it i mean i, I mean i hate to just compare things to hitler because it's such a, a cheap way of doing things but I, I guess what i'll say here is like imagine hitler lived right and he decided after after you know 45 that you know what i've made a bit of a boo-boo i'm going to start trying to like fix what i've done could, could no, no. hitler have ever been redeemed no, that's a fair point. I don't I think, think so. <laughs> I'm pretty, no, no, no. I'm pretty I, confident I, I, the Holocaust I, kind of rates it off. No, I, I'm with you on this. I think the, the the key difference here between Hitler and Serena is she's not the singular face of the regime. No, she's, she's not. not the no. one driving everything. She might be highly culpable to us as viewers, but... I think they've shown us enough, though, that she's high up in the, the list of blame. To begin with, I agree. Yes, yeah. Like in, in in terms of causing it at the start. I mean, was but, it her idea to like you know murder everyone who was gay and murder everyone who like you know fought against right, them? Right. This is it. I I don't know I don't how know, much of this but... is her. I I don't know how much of it is truly her idea and how much of it you know she, she's been manipulated. What we've seen, we've had implications of things, right? We've not seen anything outright yet. We we know she's awful. Don't be wrong. I'm not disputing that. Hmm. But I don't know. I I don't think I can quite compare her to Hitler just yet. <laughs> oh well, I'm I'm only comparing it in the context of can someone who have seen to make the you know create this this awful society that's putting so much people through what what they've went through. I'm not necessarily doing a one to one comparison. No, no, I, and I think that no, but what the the key difference here is. She is not the driving force behind everything. She may have had a strong influence at the start, but we don't know, you know, how much was her idea, how much she was a scapegoat, and we need, you know, like the idea, we need this to come from a woman so it's more palatable from their, their point of view. I, I just, don't know enough yet. I don't think she can be redeemed. I, 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 I think we can have a bittersweet moment of her trying to do something, but I don't think it can ever, especially to the viewers, in the context of this show, to what we've seen from her, I, I think we're past the point of no return where she cannot possibly be redeemed. Fair enough. Uh, and Fred as well. I mean, Fred, I, mean, I never thought Fred would be, though. Uh, Serena, I could, I could, I, I, we could see the arc possibly happening where... Yeah, yeah, I don't think Fred was ever in contention. Yeah, he, he was never Yeah, he was never going to happen. Um, it does make me wonder, though, if we get that with anyone, though, if we do get like a proper redemption for someone. Maybe someone we've not met yet. Maybe for someone who's maybe not as high in the... 
The, mm. You know, like, that's the essay Eden's responsible for some bad stuff, you know, because of her beliefs, but she's been kind of indoctrinated. Can she be redeemed later when she maybe realises and maybe, you know, gets a bit of experience behind her and understands what's happening? I mean, she could, like, because it's not her fault yeah. that she's, you know, been brought up. Doesn't in this know world. any better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so just to go back around, you know, we had the flashbacks, the, the idea of, like, she doesn't think her mother's going to be there for the birth, but then she does actually, she's late. I mean, she, you know, she has trouble getting there, but she does get there. Um, yeah, I, I will say um, that, that the mother coming in here kind of reminded me that they kind of set up stuff with her mother early in the season, mm-hmm. and then we, didn't, we haven't really done anything with it. Um, what specifically did they set up? Do you, do you think? No, no, just you know, we we introduced her and and how big a part of her, you know, of, of forming who June was, you know, in the, in the flashbacks in the mm-hmm. episode. What was it like two or three? That was early, and I yeah. thought I thought we were going to get some recurring themes with her mother and. You know, and and bring this um, back around, and we just haven't really had anything. I, I thought we'd get a little bit more of this story. It's funny, actually. I thought the opposite. I thought that was it. Really? Okay. Yeah, I, I felt like it made its point, and I wasn't like, "What else is there to do?" Uh, although I expected to see her maybe occasionally in flash. Kind of how we occasionally we'll do a flashback, and it's all oh, we'll bring back in like other stories with with Luke or Moira yeah. or whatever. I expected more of that eventually, but I wasn't necessarily thinking. There's going to be a lot of payoff, like we're building up to not, with her. Not, not payoff so much, but more just. Have have her feel more integral in in June's life. Like it feels like it was, we got that one moment right in, okay. in that episode. Pretty much, I feel like that that's it. Where you know, where's the rest of that? Uh, we got like, where's the seasons, rest of that? Where, yeah, where's the rest of that relationship? It feels like lacking like, throughout the season for me personally. Anyway, uh, I never missed it. I guess is all I can say. Um, and I guess the point is, is she was kind of absent, is it? especially in her adult life. You know, we get the implication here that she's never really that around that much. She's always off yeah, doing you know yeah. for a cause. Um, so yeah, I never felt that I was lacking or anything like that. I I, I kind of feel like that the episode early on made its point with her, um, and I you know I wasn't sure. Like maybe if we get more young Jin flashbacks, eventually, you know, when she's a kid, I could see there would be more of yeah. a lot of stuff there. I, I think just knowing you know how, how much of an activist she was, and you know, and, and knowing how you know, she was involved in trying to fight what was going on. Maybe I, I could see that becoming a bit more relevant, and maybe getting more flashbacks of that when June's maybe more actively fighting back. Like, yeah, you know, maybe. it can parallel with that as, as we go. Yeah, it could be. Like, like I said, when, when all that stuff was brought up in that episode, I thought, like, okay, this is something we're going to explore. Because that, that tied into her, her being at the Boston Globe. It tied into, like, you know, yeah. like her reconsidering what her mother was doing all that time. She hadn't really had time to think about it until then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no. I mean, I can see it popping back up more, but I wasn't necessarily expecting, a, a, you know, a lot of it uh, throughout yeah, the season. Fair enough. Um, but hey, so... So we did have that, and we had the. And I I love the the contrast of like in the flashback. She she's like, no, mom, I want to go to the hospital. I, I want medication. I I want to do this properly. And I was like, no, I want to know how it felt. I never took medication. And Moira was like, what? <laughs> you crazy woman? Yeah. Um, especially if this is post Moira having. It. I don't think it is because I feel like that was probably closer to Gilead than. Because Hannah's a few years old, so I, yeah, I, I yeah. expect Moira's like surrogacy was was later. A bit later. No, I agree. Yeah, um, but. So it's just it's this thing that June is forced into just doing it completely natural, and not even having a person there to help with it. Just yeah. completely natural birth. Um, which you know, given how we know that you know, child the child rate is really bad in Gilead, it's you know it 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 makes you feel more like a miracle almost that this 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 birth went through okay, and at least as far as we can tell so far, that the kids survived and. I I have no reason to suspect otherwise. Joe, you know, it's funny actually. But my first thought when she held the baby in her arms. Was uh, <laughs> was, was like, what's she gonna use to cut the umbilical cord? 
She's like just connected to the baby. <laughs> that was my first thought. I'm like, damn, she's not got any any implements close by. I mean, she's she's in a house. There's probably some scissors somewhere. There's probably yeah. She's gonna have to like you know crawl. I mean, obviously not because people show up at the end. But like, <laughs> that was my first thought. Is damn the umbilical cords? You know, where's the scissors? Someone grab the yeah. scissors. Uh, but yeah, so. Now, and obviously she speaks, she, she names the kid Holly and talks about her big sister and oh you'll meet her one day and, and, and so on and so again she's making the promises she's, she's going to fight um, uh, but this wasn't the, the grounds to do it. I, I wonder what the, the fallout is here um, in terms of like you know obviously Serena's not going to be pissed at her because Serena is pissed at her. In fact I loved that moment when Serena was realising that she'd like you know taken her robe off and she was looking in the, the closets Yeah in the mirror, and like, oh, she's seen the red. And again, the idea of that it was the only red on the screen. Like, everything else was very muted, and just the, the bright red of the of the cloak. Visually very well done. Yeah, that, that's, you know, a thing that's very often throughout the show anyway, because you know, most of the, all the other colours that are worn, you know, the greens, the blues, the browns, they're all pretty muted anyway, and drab. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if this was why they were picked in continuity, but... I think a side effect here is that it makes the handmaids like much tougher to like run away because they're really easy to spot. They stand out. I think, I think that's the point. I think they're supposed to stand out, not necessarily because to to stop them running away, although that might be a, a little side benefit, but more just because they're supposed to be some almost the most respected members of the society in the sense that the you know in the sense I don't know if respect depend- I don't know if respect is the right word. No, no, no. Okay, but in the sense that you know everything depends on them. Important. I wouldn't say it's respected, but I'd say important. No, okay, fair enough. Vital, vital, but at the same time, cattle for which to be, yeah, to be controlled yeah. and used. Yeah, um, yeah, no, no, it's just it's fair. Um, and, and I think I think you can, you know, the, the idea of you know red being blood and you know the importance of you know you can do a lot of thematic stuff with the color and like and, and why they wear blood, what, what it represents, uh, and all and all the rest of it. So. Uh, no, that was a really strong episode. It was a really sort of, you know, I loved that it never cut to. I mean, obviously, it cut to the flashbacks that were related to her, but it never cut to like someone else, you know, somewhere else. It never cut to Canada. It never cut to what's what's happening with Nick. We'll find out maybe what happened to him, but more next episode. Yeah. It was just I, I, her. I will say that the the flashbacks kind of proved their worth at the end when it was intercutting. Sure. Yeah. During the birth, I think before they were almost a little distracting because they did. Almost alleviate the tension a little by cutting. You know, I know it was just to a flashback, but no, I I, I get what you're saying there. I, I kind of felt that as well. Is that when I first cut to a flashback, I went, "Oh, we're doing flashbacks." I was kind of liking how uninterrupted and this like just you know methodical beat by beat right. going through the house I, and the yeah, car. I get and all that, that purpose because otherwise you know, you want that at the end with the birth, and otherwise it feels just really jarring and random to cut in with that without any context before that in the episode. Yeah, but. I did. It felt that it did hurt the flow and the pacing just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it works out fine by the end. I mean, I wonder, like, do do you just do them all in one big dump right before it happens? Like, that probably wouldn't work either. No, I don't think it would. Yeah, so I, I think this is fine. Uh, this is probably the best way they could have done it. But yeah, yeah. Um, I I guess the best thing would be for previous episodes to have them. But then, where do they fit there? They'd fill out a place. So. It's a real dilemma. It's it's one of those where they they, they need it in for the story and the context, but I guess, it does harm the episode in some ways. I guess what you do is you just cut them up, you chop them all up really finely, and as she's getting into labour, 
you have them all like get, get it's really kind of previously on they'll, they'll chop up the scenes so they just you get the beats mm. really quickly you just so it's like a rush of information and she's thinking about all these things as she's giving birth maybe that would have worked a little bit better uh, it could have been yeah uh, but I mean I, I feel this is a fairly minor quibble in the grand scheme of the episode no it is uh, it yeah. is but it was something that I didn't notice when I was you know watching through it yeah that was with, and obviously the wolf um I'm not convinced the wolf was even really there. Like, it may have just been her in her head. Not that we've ever really done that in this show, but it felt like... It, I mean, as soon as we saw the wolf, I'm like, that is representing something. That is it's not just the wolf. It's the way just it just stands and stares, isn't it? Um, I'm thinking it's a spirit animal, and that's maybe a really obvious thing to, to say, but the reason why I'm saying that is because it's the way that it's there when she's, you know, trying to escape, It's the, and it's there just before she shoots the gun, and it's almost like it's judging her for doing so. And it goes away, it disappears. You don't see it again once she's fired the gun because she's given up. Mm, um, okay. And I feel like, you know, I don't know if we're going to see the wolf again. It may just be contained to this episode. But it wouldn't shock me if there's like an Easter egg when she finally does like make the choice to escape. If there's like a wolf somewhere like, okay, hidden. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It felt more like a threat or a warning to me. Like, you know, it was, it was a standoff. It was a who, who's going to cave first? And she did by shooting the shotgun. She, she, she caved by going, all right, I'm going back. The wolf kind of... Well, that's why it leaves. It got its way, right? It won. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't subscribe to that. I mean, I, I, this is just like my interpretation of it, but I, I think it represents her strength. And, she, and I think the wolf... Like, I think... it. You know, it, it, it's almost goading her into being stronger. I don't necessarily think the wolf won by her shooting the gun. Okay. If no, anything, I, 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 I feel like the wolf lost by her shooting the gun. Does that make sense? Fair enough. I, 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 like I said, I took the complete opposite with the... You, you see any of the wolf be, like, almost being guiding, right? Yeah, uh, I, I saw the wolf as a strength. I, I saw the wolf as representing um, maybe even her fears as well, but like I still don't think that the wolf won, I guess, is what see, I'm I think to me it was more representing Gilead almost, as in you know, there's this okay. standoff of, you know, should she take it on and, and try and get away from it and get past it, or does she just, you know, go meekly into the house? In the end, does she try and get past it? Or does she shoot the shotgun and be like, okay, I'm going back? And, you know, she submits to it almost. Yeah. Okay. Um, I still like me better, but yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, I, I, again, I, I don't think there is a definitive answer. No, I, I think folk can chime in and let us know in the comments what you think the wolf represents. Um, yeah. I guess I'm going with the more positive spin, is that the wolf's, <laughs> so the, the wolf's the good thing, and she's letting the wolf down by giving in. Yes, and surprise, surprise, I'm the cynic. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Um, even though, I, I mean, she knows she can't survive this. She, she knows she can't look after the baby out here on her own. She knows she can't go on the run with the baby. There's a lot of reasons. Like, ha, had she not been pregnant, had, ha, or had it even just been like a month ago, before, you know, a month before she was due, I would criticise her so much for this choice. But mm. she's about to give birth. Like, yeah. she has to. It makes sense. She knows she has to. And she has to accept that. And that's, you know... It sucks. It sucks, um, but yeah. So yeah, I, I will say on on the subject of like the can't like you know tease that she might escape again and then not have it happen. I think very similar. I think season three has to be more of a different status quo, and it probably will be given that she's given birth and that she might be going to a new commander's house at the very least, if not something else even more drastically different. Yeah, but whatever does happen, I feel like we're not ready to lose. Especially Serena right now. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Fred as well, there's, there's still stuff to be said, but Serena more so. I mean, if anything, the immediate future, like, we, we at least might get, like, a, 
a change of oh she has to leave immediately like I, I don't know what will lead to it but I can see them somehow getting to a point where no she's going to be here for the first six months or whatever yeah yeah but there's only you know two episodes left yeah. this season so we'll we'll see where this leaves us before we worry too much about what we think next season's going to be you know, I'm not worried so much as I'm just saying I, I kind of expect them to do the right thing here I just yeah you know, I don't think next season can be hurt with the Waterfords doing the same kind of thing again like I feel like we have to advance on from that and I and admittedly, if a baby's around, maybe that does make it a little bit different for a while, but I feel like there has to be more of a shift. enough? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we'll see. Like, not, that, not that I'm worried about it, uh, feeling repetitive anytime soon. I'm not, but um, I, I, if it's going to be, I can see that's where the, the faults might start to creep in. Uh, yeah. But thus far, that's not an issue. And thus far, the, the direction, the... I mean, obviously, once again, Moss, Elizabeth Moss, with the, the, you know, her, her performance here, she, obviously the entire episode is on her back. Like, she's doing yeah. the entire thing herself. Um, it's just something we, we could say every episode but it's just no point because it's so yeah. consistent I'm just but so much of this was in silence so much of this was just her facial expressions uh, again go back to that scene with the gun when she's looking down at them the the the, the anger the 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 emotion the then the, yeah. the, the, the the tears when she couldn't do it like all of it yeah yeah on, on the similar where I was saying how I wish there kind of wasn't those flashbacks mm-hmm I feel the same about the uh, the the inner monologue. I know it was only at the the start and end, but I kind of wish it wasn't there. Which is funny coming from you because you were complaining it was gone for so long. Yeah, yeah, but in this one, like the silence of just being alone, I feel yeah. it. Well, I get you know, okay, almost talking to herself gives us something to you know lean on, right? It's it's self, it's you know, backing herself up a bit, but just the effect of being completely alone, I think would have worked really well. Yeah, it was very. Uh... Well, there wasn't a lot of it, like you say. It was just at the start now. I think the the end is fine because the end is after she's given birth and she's, she's you know, she's given her little her speech. Um, maybe the the one there early on maybe didn't wasn't needed, but yeah. Um, but most of it does play out in silence, and I think that's the episode's strength. Is it, it is uh, just this methodical her solving things and trying to like escape, and she's on her own. She's making her own choices. There's no one trying to help her escape. She's just going to try and do it herself uh, in a very expensive looking car. Yeah. <laughs> So, no. Uh, that commander's going to be pistol when he... Because it's presumably the front of the car's not going to be in the best condition now. It's been rammed into that door three or four times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I doubt it'll be too bad because it's not getting too much of a lead-in. Sure, but uh, the paintwork's going to be scratched. It's definitely going to yeah. be scuffed. Yeah. 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 No, no denying that. You ain't going to be happy about that. Uh, so, hey, that, that was episode 11 of The Handmaid's Tale. So, by all means... Uh, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below like and subscribe all that stuff get us on patreon.com slash TV if you want to support the channel and keep us going um, but that's us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching TV guys and we'll see you next time oh and have you got any vanilla I usually say that